Blog Talk Radio. Collectively Rewilding is an online forum for learning, sharing, and teaching the skills needed to enhance our experience in the natural world. We're looking for the best mentors, guides, and instructors who can teach a variety of natural skill sets. If you've got something to share, we have the platform to help you make a difference for free. If you are more interested in learning and expanding your abilities in nature, please join us as a member to explore the world of rewilding. Join us at www.collectivelyrewilding.com today. Global government, the mystery school, Agenda 2030, chemtrails and geoengineering, manufactured disasters. We live in a time when awareness about current events and big media deception is critical to be prepared for the events that are rapidly descending upon us. This is Russ from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Diana and me every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. as we expose the truth big media keeps lying about. Herbal medicine, the globalist real agenda, seen through the propaganda. Thursday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you there. think you should do? I think you should join us for Dynamic Word Bible Studies, where I am always hosting. My name is Felicia DeRosier, and I have two amazing co-hosts. Cross, the favorite. You wish. This is Mariah, the real favorite child. <laughs> oh, sure. Mm-hmm. We spend a lot of time learning about the Bible and possibly a little time learning about humility. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, Ryan. We air live every Wednesday from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 10:30. Uh, right now, we're going through the Book of Romans, but we're going to start moving into the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about living and walking in the Spirit, and learning to be a little humble with those that we live with. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait for you to join us. Right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word.
Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism. Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% of all produce never makes it off the farm. It's because they just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food. It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff. We buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. This isn't that ugly at all. Like, that's the most common first box, like, complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are. Have food delivered to your house. Box of produce every week. And it's more affordable. At a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box. High-quality produce. There's nothing wrong with the produce. And they taste exactly the same. It's not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door, like, but what you, why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you do? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live, and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce. Hello, Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative Radio Show. I am the Wire River. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer Radio and the Proof Negative Radio Show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the One World Government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show here on Freedomizerradio.com Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Thank you. 
we got to talk about this border tonight, proof, because there's some shady stuff going on with that, with this Congress that I figured out. And you know, I don't know when you want to start, but this is. Well, whenever you want to start, fine. I'll I'll uh, I'll go wherever. All right. Well, you all know that Congress is working on some bill they don't even want us to see, and it's going to let in five thousand illegals a day. But when they get to 5,000, they're going to take a two-week pause. Well, does anybody in their right mind think that those NGOs can't count to 4,999 a day? That one extra person is going to cause a pause, so they're not going to send that one extra person. I was looking at all the reports, people that went down to Nicaragua and El Salvador and Honduras and interviewed these people on the route, and they didn't walk and trek mountains. They had transportation. The other day, a bus pulled up at the other side of the border and let out a whole bunch of people, and they just nonchalantly crossed the border into California. They got off a bus. They were immaculately clean. Their shoes are clean. Fresh clothes. Yeah, they didn't They didn't trek miles. They're not poor little migrants. They're recruits from all over the world. And they used to try to snooker us with sending in, you know, a mother and father and a couple little kids every now and then. Now it's 92% military-age men. Oh, they That's don't care anymore. Number. No, they don't care that we know we're being invaded. Everybody's using the word invaded. Remember they were trying to hush us up when we were using the word? Yes. You know, they were illegal migrants and asylum seekers. But- I have one major question about that bill, and I've been asking all week. So I thought, uh, and, and I, I thought Mike Johnson said, the, and, and I agree with this, that the, the number of illegals uh, that are allowed in the U.S. is zero. Mm-hmm. Mike Johnson did say that. And he said that was his point. They're getting nowhere with it, but we do not need a bill. Joe Biden went in there. No, it's and already Brandon's responsibility to make sure there's zero. Why are we why are we negotiating right. to allow five thousand? Well, not only that proof. Think about all these politicians. Chuck Schumer been there thirty years. Pelosi's been there, I don't know, her whole life. Um, Joe Biden, same thing, his whole life. Maxine Waters. They're all saying that this bill is broken and Congress has to fix it. How long have these people been in Congress and they have not fixed it? If they thought it needed to be fixed, they've all had 50 years each to fix it. Right. But we do have laws. Now, there's a couple of things they're trying to stiff us with. If, first of all, they don't have to change the law. Biden went in there and just reversed every single thing that Trump did. If Trump did it, Biden did the opposite. Trump didn't need a new bill. Now... If they do pass a bill, when Trump gets back in, they're going to have to pass another one to give him the authority again to do this. Right now, the president has the authority to fix it. When Trump gets in there, he will have the authority to go back and fix it. But if they change the laws, that may change his authority to fix it. We don't need a new law. We need to enforce the laws we have. And does Joe Biden think he's smarter now than the 50 years he was in Congress and didn't fix it? All of a sudden he's smart? 
No, this is all about money and power, as usual. They're trying to strip power from the next president. Right. So basically what they're trying to do, they realize Trump is going to win. So if they can get rid of everything that Trump could use in his arsenal, then that would make them very weak. Exactly. Exactly. This is a Trojan horse. We do not need this bill. Trump has all the authority. My my guess is not even looking at that, but if if you're – Constitution says you're not to allow these illegals in, and you're negotiating, and you're saying, "Well, I'll drop it down to five thousand if you give us twenty billion towards the Ukraine and and whatever other money is going to go towards Iran and Israel, because you're mm-hmm. going to fund both sides of that." Yeah, I I don't see. I I just don't see where the Americans win in this. The Americans never win. The illegals will win because now they're going to have a wide open spigot and the president's hands are going to be tied. Because when they change it, they're changing the whole thing. They don't even want us to see this bill. They don't want us to see any text. They don't want other politicians to see it. It's all been done in back rooms and shady deals. We do not need a deal. We already have laws. We have laws that were passed by Congress prior to this one, signed by presidents prior to this one and the last one. These people that we have in office now are not smarter than the people who made those immigration laws. Come here legally. You know, I saw a meme. It said that the razor wire was inhumane. Yeah, not if you don't crawl on it. Don't touch it. You'll be fine. Yeah, really, stay away from it. it. won't bother you at all. It's just, this is, uh, it's going to make it harder for Trump to fix if they change the laws right now. Force Biden to enforce the laws. Plus, that also gives him cover. Because right now, he's treasonous. He's committing treason. But if they change the law, it makes what he's doing legal. Right now, he's acting in an illegal manner. That's high crimes and misdemeanors. If they change the law, that provides cover for him and for Mayorkas and for whoever else is making deals, the NGOs and all that. It provides cover for all of them because if it's okay and you're legalizing this stuff, then they're not going to get prosecuted for all this invasion. It's legalizing the invasion. We're being snookered. We have to let people know this. So, and I was wondering, who's in this meeting? Um, Langford, Schumer, McConnell, a couple of other ones. There's. And Mike Johnson supposed to be in this? Mike Johnson, I think, is in it. Yeah, on the Congress side, but it's the senators. This bill, which is also illegal, bills are supposed to come out of Congress and then passed up to the Senate. The Senate's not supposed to be making bills and then sending it to Congress. That's backwards. So none of this is legit. They're counting on us not knowing civics. Can't the Congress Congress say no to it or you don't expect that because they don't have the votes? The Congress better. 
the Congress better, but you got people, you know, a couple of these um, Congress people on their way out that are being wishy-washy about things. Mm-hmm. We only have a one-person majority because they threw out Santos. Right, but they, they kept all these other ones. Yeah, they got Ilan Omar swearing allegiance to um, Somalia. Yeah, she's a Somalian first and then a Muslim second. Yeah, she didn't even mention American at all. No. But, no, now DeSantis and Vivek are wanting all Congress people who have dual allegiance to, you know, state their allegiances and get out of there. If you have an allegiance to another country, what business do you have being in our Congress. That was Obama's fault, too, remember? He brought all those illegals in from Somalia, and he placed them all in one district. And then they recruited her to run. And, of course, she was a shoe in They meant that. And just like they're doing in New York, poor New York. New York is all out. The only advice I got for you is leave. You see what happened with the illegals and those cops? Proof? I, I'm trying to think if I saw it. I, I I feel like I remember something, but I, I can't name it to you because I don't remember. Well, a few days ago in Manhattan, the, the illegals were out in front of that Roosevelt Hotel, and they were getting rowdy and stuff, and the cops were there. So the cops were telling them to move along and stop loitering. A bunch of the illegals attacked the cops. They had them down on the ground. They were booting them in the head. They were kicking them in the ribs. The cops got really badly hurt. So the rest of the cops, of course, all show up, and now they're hunting down these illegals. They got about 20 of them, but six of them were charged with the assault. Um, They were released without bond and sent back in the street. Mm -hmm. There's pictures of one of them flipping the bird to us. F.U. America. They just attacked our cops. Who would want to be a cop in New York right now? Well, did you see in Minnesota over the weekend that uh, they found in San Ysidro, California, uh, somebody who was on the top ten of the, of the world's terror watch list got into the United States from San Ysidro, California. And he's Somalian, so you know they caught him in Minnesota. They brought him in for questioning. And they let him go because they said it was there was a clerical error, and uh, and they couldn't book him, so they let him back wow. on the street. Uh, somebody that's in the top ten for most wanted terrorists in the world. Well, you know what that does? That tells us that we're being set up for another flag. Right. Of course, they released him, and the next time we'll hear from him is when he's blowing something up, right? Right. And, and everybody and will send their heart and prayers. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. Yes. Thoughts and prayers and blame Trump. Yeah, yeah, and, and to heck with the Cheeto Puff president, right? Well, right now, it, the way things are, Trump could come back in and, and just put it all back together. But if they start messing with the law, that provides cover for everyone, and it makes it more difficult for Trump to fix things. Because then they need another bill and another bill. And Congress, they're just being spiteful. We don't have a Congress up there. We have a cartel up there. 
And, you know, I mean, what's McConnell negotiating a bill for? We don't need the bill. But they want to tack on the money for Israel and Ukraine. So anything they can get their hands on, whatever bill they're going to pass, they're going to tack on Ukraine money for and Israel money. So, I mean, we could have a spay and neuter program and then tack on money for Israel and for Ukraine. Everything is is surrounded by uh, And I don't care what you think about Ukraine, whether it was worthwhile or not. To me, it was not worth it. But if you're throwing money at Ukraine right now in February of 2020, that's like beating a dead horse. That's like going to the cemetery and whipping the tombstone. Yeah, well, they're throwing money around. People are, most of the money goes back to our military-industrial complex. Right. And we, I just saw a report about somebody taking $40 million, a couple of politicians over in Ukraine, some corrupt politicians. $40 million, that's chump change. You know, that's like taking 40 bucks out of the tilt, the amount of money we've sent them. But where's the money going? They don't want us to ask that question. They're telling us we got to pay people salaries and pensions. Why? Are we the world's sugar daddy here? Yeah, we're paying for the pensions of people in the Ukraine, but we can't. Uh, yeah, we can't pay our own. Yeah, but we're threatening to take we're away Social for Security from border, little old ladies. We can't, we can't pay for our own. Right. And the weapons. You know, you, you look over on Facebook, on Marketplace, you can find the weapons now, online rather, not Marketplace, online. You can find all these weapons for sale. And we would just, you know, I don't know. I can't even speak about it. That's how bad. What a mess up. There's no oversight. It's just money, 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 money. We're being run dry. You know, our debt-to-GDP uh, ratio is serious in trouble. We're going off the rails with that. We're heading for a train wreck with the with the economy. You know, they say, oh, the stock market is up. Not today it wasn't, because the Fed said that they were going to leave the interest rates alone. When Trump won in New Hampshire and he won in Ohio, the stock market went up. So, obviously, the stock market is hoping that Trump comes back, but it's still shaky. And then today, it ditched again. And the stock market tells you about the rich people, and it tells you about, you know, people's 401ks and stuff that are an investment policy. People don't really do their own investing. Their 401ks are run by banks, and the banks do the investing. So, that's rich people dealing with rich people. On the streets... Inflation is still climbing. It hasn't slowed down. They're trying to hold the gas prices, but now that baboon stopped liquefied natural gas for the climate, of course. So we promised these countries that were buying oil and LNG from Russia that we would support, we would supply them. So now we, you cut off the LNG. We're not supplying them anymore. 
they're either going to go back to buying fuel from Russia and China and the Saudis and whoever else they can get it from, or they're going to go back to coal and wood. So how does that help the climate? Oh, and we have new climate information, too. One of the biggest scumbags in the earth was just named to take John Kerry's place. John Kerry got outed as being a spy, so he's declined to be the climate czar now. He's stepped down from that. He yeah, says I he's going to go that. work for... But I'll, I'll, I yeah, don't want to ruin your story, but I saw it already, but go ahead. John Podesta. John because Podesta is going to replace John Kerry as the climate czar. That man shouldn't be walking in public. He's one of the biggest pedophiles around. He is a sleazebag. It was his emails that WikiLeaks exposed from the DNC. Remember when he was running the DNC? And he was Hillary's right-hand man. So Hillary's still in the mix. She never went anywhere either. But that's her right-hand man. That's her handler. So Hillary didn't go anywhere either. The Obamas never left and Hillary never left. And these sleazebags like Podesta and Jake Sullivan and, of course, Valerie Jarrett and uh, the whole crew. Cass Sunstein's wife there, Samantha Powers. They didn't, nobody went anywhere. They're still in high positions in our government. So they, these aren't Biden's administration. This is still Obama's administration. And that's who's still running the show, Valerie, and Podesta, and Soros, and that whole crew. And if Biden gets any worse, you know they're going to run Michelle and Newsom together. I don't think Michelle would take a backseat to another pretty boy entitled white guy, but she doesn't have so, the experience. I don't know if the... you saw the James O'Keefe uh, issue that he had uh Recently, I can yeah, play I that did. later. Yeah, we can we can play that later because that's important too. You know, everybody knows. It everybody says the head it. of cybersecurity says that he talked to Big Mike personally, and mm-hmm. she is a nice lady, but she she said no, emphatically no, because she hated what she saw with with her husband in the White House and doesn't want that on her. Right. So, but we've said that for a long time. Yeah, but they keep trying to sweeten the pot, and they keep bringing up her name. And the more that Biden declines, and the more that Newsom looks goofy and and awkward and stupid, you know, who else do they have? They're not going to let RFK Jr. He's already gone independent anyhow, but they wouldn't let him on their ticket. That other guy that's running, I don't know what his name is, Preston or something. Dean Phillips. Phillips, yeah. Yeah, they're not even giving him airtime at all. No, did so you see where he went to a Trump rally and he basically convinced that Trump is the far better candidate? Yeah, and he said that the people that were at the rally, they were nice and receptive and it was all kinds mm-hmm. of camaraderie going on there. He really enjoyed himself at a Trump rally. You know, when you're at a Trump rally... When you're with all those other people, it's like you're with your tribe. It's it's everybody's there with uh, you know 
the mindset to save the country. They want freedom. They're all patriots there. I mean, you get protesters there too, but for the most part, the camaraderie is something you, you know that everybody in that room is your fellow Americans. You feel well, it. Or, uh, don't forget next Thursday you're covering for me. I know I haven't forgotten that because Nikki Haley's still in, and you got to talk to people about how Nevada runs things too. Nevada has a primary, but that's only a beauty contest. That was because the Democrats wanted to have a primary. But it's the caucus that counts. The caucus is where the delegates are shared. So, so I don't understand the purpose of the primary then. and that, That's been my thing the whole time. That was just to appease the Democrats in your state. They wanted to have a primary. So if, like the, the, if the primary votes, if, if the primary gets more votes than the caucus, does the primary even have a chance? No, the primary is this. It's it's not um, counted. Is it just the, the primary? Is, I don't understand the purpose. Then that's all. Yeah, you don't even need one. You don't need a primary. It's only a beauty contest. It's just you know if you show up and do the primary. Nikki Haley's on the on the primary ballot, but Donald Trump is in the caucus ballot. She's not even in the caucus ballot. Right. But you have to go to the caucus. Don't don't. If you can't go to the primary, don't worry about it. But that caucus is what counts. Well, if you do the primary, you can't do the caucus. Yeah, so don't don't bother doing the primary. Don't try to do both. No delegates no, are awarded like in the primary. I feel like I'll be meeting a lot of my, my fellow patriots. Yes, you will. You'll all be in the same room. You'll all be there with you know, who you want to caucus for. Right. And, yeah, just don't blow it. <laughs> All these people out in Nevada, go to the caucus. Forget the primary. Well, how can you blow it? Uh, is there a, a none of the above at the caucus? I, I, I don't, I've never seen that. No, but they'll, you know, they'll have a, they might have a none of the above or other. Right now, Trump is up to like 95% in all the swing states, on the, you know, for the Republicans. That's who they want. And Nikki Haley has yeah. only got like 26%. But she's staying in just to be a pain in the neck and to spend money. Got all these donors, and they'll max out, and then they can't support Trump. Hmm. Yeah, she's just she's just burning money. She doesn't have any chance on winning. She's thinking maybe that he'll get convicted on some of these crimes or they'll take him out or something. So she's hanging in there just to be last man standing and for no other reason. Is, uh, I, I understand that, that concept, but at the same time, the January 6th, uh, all that stuff, uh, mm-hmm. Maybe they, they expect everybody has an etch sketch for a brain, but they found yeah. out that the the person that dropped off the pipe bomb was a Fed, and the person that found it was a Fed. Right. And everything in there is here is a Fed, there's a Fed, everywhere goes a Fed. And then the mm-hmm. Letitia James issue is is blowing up. Fannie Willis is about to get arrested. Yep. Jack Smith, uh, that's not looking strong. 
No. So, but even if he gets right, convicted, is, I don't is, yeah. is Nikki staying in because she thinks that Trump might be assassinated? I'm thinking that's you know the, the next logical step for them. They're going to try it. They're running out of options. I'm scared to death for the man. Right. I am. I'm horrified at the thought. But you know how these people are. They're not afraid to take someone out. They'll blow up a whole building full of people to oh, serve a the, purpose. The, the thing is, too, where every other time they, they would be secretive about who did it. I, I think if they assassinated him, they, they would they would tell you who did it, and they'd be proud of it like it's the best thing they ever did. Yeah, uh, I think that's how popular they are. That's right. how sick they are. They're so sick that even though Trump had effective policies, they had to reverse 100% everything he touched. They were trying to erase him from our history. He was very effective. Mm-hmm. And I think he's right. Iran wouldn't be pulling this, tr- this crap with arming people. You know the Houthis didn't make those missiles that they're lobbing at our ships? They don't have militias sitting there making missiles like that. They got them from somewhere. Yeah, Probably the feds. Well, probably if you say Afghanistan that on the feds, that's the same sentence, basically. Yeah. You know, and the industrial, the military-industrial complex has to keep this going. That's how they make their money, mm-hmm. making weapons and planes and ships and things like that. If we don't have any war, we don't have any need for those things. Joe Biden left $60 billion worth of equipment in Afghanistan. So... Now these idiots end up with the, all these weapons and and munitions and trucks and, you know, 50-caliber guns and things like that. So it's our stuff that's getting shot at us. And they're buying and selling it online. Those missiles came from somewhere. Like those hang gliders that went over into Israel. They came from somewhere. They didn't just make them on the other side of the fence. No. I don't know how many of them are smart enough to make this. I mean, the Palestinian Gaza, the Palestinian state is a welfare state. They don't have a national product. They panhandle. The whole world gives them money. They're getting money from all over the place. And even from us. And 12 people that we hired were involved in it. One of them had a hostage, had a woman hostage in his house. You know that? That ANWA, the UN Relief Agency. Okay. Yeah. We give them billions of dollars, supposedly to support the Palestinian people. We talked about it. The amount of money that goes into Gaza, they could have had their own version of Monaco on the Riviera. They could have beautiful high-rises and penthouses and beachfront suites and restaurants and, you know, fishing villages. (coughs) Instead, they take every dime they have. They build tunnels. They build bombs. Their one mission is to take out Israel. 
They wouldn't even have to know Israel existed. You know, they could turn it into the new Dubai on the Riviera. On the Mediterranean, rather. But instead, they choose to live in squalor, in dilapidated buildings with fallen down concrete because all the wires and the pipes and the concrete and the things, the sheet rocks and things like that, they use it to build tunnels, terror tunnels, instead of improving life for the Palestinian people. And they rule with an iron fist. Yeah, Palestinians need to be liberated, but they need to be liberated from Hamas. Things could be really, really beautiful over there to the point where they could even be richer than Israel. They wouldn't even have to, they'd, they'd be supporting Israel. Oh, that is true. But everybody would rather live in squalor than, than to have peace. Right. And cry how bad things are. Oh, boo-hoo, we need more money. We need money, 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 money. Our kids are starving. Our people are broke. Our houses are falling down. Well, what'd you do with the construction equipment? What'd you do with the money? Where's all the supplies they sent? Where's all the equipment? Like trucks and front-end loaders and cranes and things. What'd you do with all that stuff? Yeah, they don't have to work because everybody's getting a check. So they'll live in squalor. And panhandle and say, give me more. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, we're giving them so much money, and a lot of that money's been made off with, with between the Palestinian Authority and Hamas. You know, none of that money makes it to the street to the people. The people should be, The people are finally now trying to overthrow Hamas. But Israel has them all pushed down to the south, and now they're all overcrowded, and they're starting to rethink, why are we sticking up for Hamas? This isn't doing us any good. We're losing here. You know, but then if you let them vote themselves, are they going to just vote Hamas back in? So that didn't work out. That's a failed attempt at a government. And there's not going to be any two-state solution, not in the near future. They were in a ceasefire when this whole thing broke up, broke out. And every time they got close to a deal, the Palestinian Authority or Hamas would back out of it because they could continue panhandling. Nope, deal fell through, give us money. That's all it is. Money, 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 money. But not money to everybody, money to a select few. And they're using it to terrorize Israel. Israel was minding its business that day. They were having a concert. They were going about their life when all of this happened. And all the billions that we gave to that UN organization... Twelve of the members that run that organization were involved in that attack. And one of them actually was holding a hostage in his house, a female hostage. And this is where our money's going. And God forbid you ask, you know, for any oversight. Well, tell us where the money's going. 
You know, we're not seeing any results here. All this equipment just disappears. All these supplies just disappear. Where'd they go? Well, now you know. As Israel's going through that place, they're seeing where the money went and the construction equipment went and all those tunnels and all that horrible stuff. And the people weren't benefiting. You know, and and the, the Palestinian women, they don't have any rights. They are not allowed to speak, not allowed to drive, not allowed to leave their house unless they have a male relative with them. And then they come over here and want us to be like that. They got the freedom to talk over here. So what? To tell us to shut up and put us in that type of bondage? No. You know, if the place is so great, go back there. And eliminating the Jews isn't going to do the Palestinians any favor. They're still not going to live any better with the type of government they have. And Israel's giving them a lot of money, too. We have a couple of callers. But uh, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I'm I'm finished. Go ahead. We have a couple of callers, but the last couple days I played Broccoli Man uh, right at the very end of my show. So I want to play the cartoon first, and then we'll hit the phones. Okay. Is that I'll fair? Pull it up on my... That sounds right. We just asked that. And we have the usual to... suspects that want to join us tonight. Say it again. We have the usual suspects who want to join in tonight. Oh, good. We love the usual suspects. All right. If, the, if you guys can so, hold on, we'll get this going. All right. So in this episode, Broccoli Man's heading down to the border. And oh, the okay. wiretap catches up with him. I like Wyatt, yeah. <laughs> People seem to like him for some reason. Yeah, he's, he's the easiest to understand. It's, it's um, His voice is easier on my ears. Not that I'm liberal ready when person? You're ready. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. All right, so all of our videos for Broccoli Man, you can find him on Rumble. There's probably hundreds of them by now. But anyway... Uh, we'll count it down. So three, two, one, action. A bunch of us are heading down to South Texas to go help secure the southern border. I cannot believe the globalists would rather start a civil war in the United States than to even pretend to close the border. We have over 20,000 people very day from over 150 countries just coming over here while the border patrol and the feds make them sandwiches and give them maps on where to go for welfare. Many of these people are terrorists who are wanted around the world. When we report them, we are told to shut up and they have every right to be here. I am glad to see over two dozen states say no and send troops. I am heading down there now. My job is to try and figure out where many of these children come from. It is no secret these cartels kidnap little kids. They use them as pawns to say I have a child let me in. As soon as they get across the border, the kids are either recycled back to the border by the cartel to be used again, or left at the border to die. 
Brandon tells us that we better shut up or we will get arrested. Liberals try to tell us how great it is to have 92% of these illegals be single military age men. Well, 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 green dude. I told you globalists that you would be down here. They thought you would be too scared of being in a war zone. But I know that you are a buzzkill of bias niche, and a something lucker for real. What do you want now, Wiretap? Well, long term, sir. I want your kumquats and your ice cream cone. But for right now, I'm finna arrest you for trying to stop these poor undocumented friends of America from coming into our country. Do what? It is not up to you to do anything about this border. George Soros paid for these millions of global citizens to come here for asylum, sir. It is hard work to secure the Darien Gap in Panama so we can collect these people from anywhere in the world so we can put them something duckers on buses and bring them to America, green dude. When you get in the way, you are hurting our crime syndicate. Well, the American public wants to get in the way of your crime syndicate. Maybe you do not understand the Queen's English, sir. You do not run Jack-ish. We need to take down America so we can run a one-world government. That is why we paid off Barrios O'Toole and Brandon so we can have all the world's killers and terrorists get onto American soils completely unchecked. After we get as many world troops to go after Americans, we can start banning the guns from adults and nincompoops. Only our own troops from all over the world will be supplied weaponry. This way us globalists can live happily ever after sir. I do not think that is how it is going to work. I think that is how it is going to work. There is no way you are going to take guns from all the Americans. This is why we have bought all the weapons. It will be easy sir. All we have to do is create a military force full of these great new undocumented American friends. We can use them to do no-knock raids into stores and houses without permission. If you dares to complain, you will be frog-marched out of your dwelling and placed into a local FEMS camp. That does not exist. What makes you think you will get away with this? Because, sir. Uh, People will support Brandon's message about how MAGA and Trump support us the domestic terrorists. No one likes Brandon anymore. That is fake news. We understand sir. But when we replace Brandon with Michael Robinson or Obama, all those nimwits and saps will go back to the Democrat plantation and do whatever Big Mike tells them. And we have every globalist in our pocket to go against fools like you sir. What about Elon Musk? Never you worry about him sir. We will bog him down with lawsuits so him cannot do anything sir. Just like we are slowing down Donald Trump, Alex Jones, and all other prominent people fighting against the crime syndicate. So just because the people that pay your salary have money, you think you can end the civilization against the 99%? Absolutely sir. We are finna pass a bill that will prohibit any militia or have open any firearms trainings classes. If you are interested in training for a firearms class, you will be rounded up and go to the FEMA camp. By the way sir, you will be 100% required to own a cellular phone so we can track your every move sir. I refuse to hold a cell phone on my person. There is too much spying by the government. Also, these phones have way too much radiation. 
We have solved the radiation problem, sir. How is that? We have now stopped any and all studies on radiation reports effective immediately. So since we no longer test for radiation, it is now completely safe. Now let me make sure you have a cell phone in your front pocket on your dungarees so the radiation frequencies fry up your swimmies. We best be making sure you something that cares or not procreating, sir. Never. That is not going to work, sir. Now I must formally demand that you remove your dungarees, your blouse and your underoos. I need to check your kumquats and your anal canal for any rice and coffee beans. Rice and coffee beans. Precisely, sir. We need to check you for anything that procures global warming, sir. We busies finaban those dangerous items that will sustain human life. Uh. I mean that those types of foodstuffs use up too much carbon and so we need to ban them along with killing all the cows. Now you must you must you must deliver those garments on your person. I also need to run my hand through your long flowing mane. I do not understand. Brandon is setting up a world war to fight Russia, China, Iran, and other nations. But in a world war, Brandon, Obama, and the Democrat Party say it is even more important to fight Americans. Noah Sherlock, why else do you think it is okay for all these people to cross the American borders without any checks or balances? But we are going to upgrade our TS naked body scanners to make sure we get an even clearer photograph of your junk. Sure it may contain extra radiation. However, there are no longer going to be just any radiation studies, sir, so it will be legal. Hey everyone. These globalists think they can overpower us and start their one world government. They have a goal by 2030 to get rid of every single nation and have one nation one laws for us 99%. They want massive death and destruction for you and me. They want to run the world without us in it. Please resist anything and everything they want to do to fight us. Check out the Proof Negative radio show. Proof is on live 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to be informed on. Go to freedomizerradio.com and click on Listen Live. Also, go to the schedule on there and find some of the other shows on Freedomizer. That is freedomizerradio.com. Do not ever ever listen to Freedomizer Radio. You must refuse to listen to anyone that is sharing information about a crime syndicate. That is why we are forced to use military airplanes to spray chemtrails all over you halfwits and jackwads. We are going to attack everyone's health. We can spray you with classified chemicals block out the sun and force you to wear shoes every day. This way you can be as low on vitamin D and constantly be sick. We own you 99% S. Do you hear me? We own you 99% buys niches. We are the champions. We are the champions. No need for losers because we are the champions. Of the world. Now hurry up and bring your jukebox money. So true. That is so true. And George Soros and the NGOs, they up there bringing the people in. Yeah.
Mm-hmm. Yep. So I hope it was okay. That was good. That was a good one. I like those. I love Broccoli Man anyhow. Because, you know, mm. you, you put those zingers in there to make you think. And it's all true. Well, I have to I have to put a little bit of just enough funny so that it's it's palatable to people seeing it for the first time. Yeah. Well, about that border, they're expecting forty thousand trucks. Uh, Virginia convoy just left a little while ago to go down to Eagle Pass. There was one from Indiana, another one from I don't know, like Wyoming or something. And they're all meeting up down at that Eagle Pass. I hope they don't pull another Fed surrection. You know that there's going to be infiltrators, and you know the reps people are going to be there. The truckers are smarter than that. They're not going to go actually right to Eagle Pass to the border, but they're having a protest. So they're let me ask you what, what happens if they see reps down there? They they know he's a Fed, and they're not stupid enough to follow people like that, just like the ones that went into the Capitol. The actual people that were either pushed in or curious enough to go in, they didn't damage anything, burn things, crash things, you know, scream and yell and shout and run around like banshees. They waltzed through there. like, And it was a guided tour. The cops were showing them. They were even fist-bumping the, the cops and thanking them for their service. And the cops are just looking at them like a bunch of suckers. You don't even know you're being set up. Well, what about so, uh, on the other end, before we bring Joseph in here, did you see those people that were praying at the abortion center? They're going to get, uh, what, 12, 13 years in prison? Yeah. For praying uh, for, for people that, that are having abortions? Right. That's some scary stuff. No weapons, no no yelling at people, no fighting, just we're going to pray that you'll change your mind. Right. But you can burn down cities and be considered mostly peaceful, but praying outside of an abortion clinic is going to get you 20 years in jail. You might as well commit mass murder. Right, exactly. You know, mass murderers get 20 years, if that. The world is screwed up. Let's see really what Joseph has to say. Him. All right, let's bring Joe in. Welcome, hey, friend. Joanne. Hey, kiddo, welcome. I've been sending you Hello, stories Joe. as I get them. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of them. I'm going to be talking about a few of them tonight. Because uh, there's keeping, a lot going on. My, I've been keeping my eye on China. Let me say, don't get distracted by Ukraine. Don't get distracted by the Middle East. It all goes to China. Iran yeah. is a puppet of China now. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what's going on right now in China. I've been studying. I've been watching the videos. I've been you know, doing all my research for a couple of days. We have three aircraft carriers. All of a sudden, they show up. We have an mm-hmm. amphibious group, one of the biggest amphibious groups there, which is, is equivalent to almost an aircraft carrier. We are now doing as fast as we can put them in in the Philippines. We're back in the Philippines now. 
We're putting in runways left and right. We also are putting barrages. There's a group of islands that are north of the Philippines that go, or, you know, between there and Taiwan. We're putting barrages all along those islands that we can shut down that whole channel there between Taiwan and the Philippines. We are frank, you know, uh, just racing to get all this stuff done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just don't put three aircraft carriers in, a, in a, your largest amphibious landing, you know, uh, group in the same location. Something's up. Now, here's here's yeah. my thought, and this is what they're thinking now, okay? There's going to be tropical storms coming in later on this summer. You won't be able to do anything. You just can't mm-hmm. do anything in a tropical storm. And then we have the tropical hurricane uh, five called Hurricane Trump coming at the, you know in a year. So they if they want to do something, they got to do it now. They've been running sorties every day, thirty five, forty, fifty, sixty airplanes across Taiwan every day, every day. And what that does is that puts you know they're they're, they're launching their of course you know their fighters and their interceptors up, and that weighs down on their you know maintenance. And right now, there's no spare parts for these planes. So the Chinese right. are just slowly wearing down the Taiwanese. Mm-hmm. So just keep your eye on China. Yeah, well, China's got a whole bunch of floating devices all around Taiwan, too. I saw that they had um, big ships out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the, here's the other thing is China's been messing around with the Allen, Solomon Allen, these little islands are coming in and taking them over, literally. The United States is doing nothing. They're just letting them come in and establish whatever they want. So that's going yeah, to be Yeah, well, everybody's going to, you know, they, they only got a little time left. And they're all going to test Joe Biden because as soon as Trump comes back in, Everybody's gonna have to start doing the right thing again because the boss will be back. But right now it's open season, and they have until January twentieth, twenty twenty-five, to for whatever they're gonna do to get it done. Because that's when the chips hit the fan. Well, but the good I think thing is, the good thing is General Flynn, his brother, is in charge of the Pacific forces out there. Couldn't get a better guy. Yeah. Well, you know, they're getting our military killed. They're leaving them sitting ducks. They are not equipping them. They're not giving them the authority to strike back. So what is our, you know, I mean, like that outpost where those those people got killed the other day. What are they doing there if they can't defend themselves? Well, with the outpost, Trump took everybody out, took our military out. As soon as Biden got in there on day one, he sent him back in. What's going on here, Mr. Biden? Yeah, Biden's not in charge. But, you see, Podesta just came back out to let us know he's still in charge. Every time one of them raises their ugly head, it means something. It's a signal. Well, he's a pedophile, and his brother's a pedophile. Major pedophile. And him and his brother are suspects in stealing that little Madeline Kahn kid. I know, I know. 
So, oh, by the way, Trump just met with 45 leaders of the Teamsters Union today and tonight in Washington, D.C., if I'll let you know. Yeah, I want to know about that, too. Like Brandon, Joe? (laughs) Huh? Did he wear his hat backwards? Did he wear his hat backwards like Brandon? (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Trump, Trump. Trump, Trump knows where he can get support at. By the way, his support is now that pretty much he ha- he's controlling the nomination. The money is coming back. The millionaires and billionaires, the money start to, is starting to flow to Trump right now. Good news. Yeah, that is good news. He's going to need it. And a lot of the Democrats and the independents are voting for him, too. You know, I was looking at the breakdowns of New Hampshire especially because the independents could vote there. Now, a lot of them did vote for Nikki, but a lot of them voted for Trump too. More voted for Trump. So I'm sure you had the crossovers and, and, you know, the ones just trying to wreak havoc. But the legit ones, they're they're breaking for Trump. The black people are breaking big for Trump. Oh, yeah. They're not liking what's going on. I don't like the way they're treating black people. You should see the way they're treating the black people in Boston now. Well, that was on the news tonight, how how they've come in and they've sending them all into black areas, shutting down their recreation areas, shutting Mm -hmm. down their schools, and they're putting immigrants there. And the black people, they're pissed. Yeah. Well, the neighborhood where this this, – that – community center was there's an ice skating rink there's a swimming pool there's a free clinic there they do free dental work there they help with drug rehab and things like that first they tore down the projects in that area and they were going to put up you know high-rise affordable housing there but they ended up leaving this big construction lot that was taken over by drug users now they call it methadone mile it's all fenced off and they let the drug users just open air do drugs so now that's in the middle of the black community in boston south end they put a beautiful magnet school there madison park high school now it's across the street from methadone mile you know that was supposed to be regentrified and everything and that beautiful school is at a, a train stop you know for the commuter train and the regular mbta it was supposed to be the crown jewel of schools. Now these kids have to wade through drug addicts to get to school. Mm-hmm. And now they just took their community center away. That community center was doing a lot of good. Now they closed a bunch of schools. They said they don't have the money to run the schools. The city's broke and they don't have the money to run the schools, so they shut them down in the black neighborhoods. So now these black kids, they all get squished into some of the other neighborhood schools. They'll bus them a mile away to another school. But the kids can't go to the school in their neighborhood. They don't have the money. All of a sudden, they get the money to open up this school to make it a, a immigration um, shelter. So where are the kids going to play? Where are the kids going to have recreation? Where are the kids going to go to school? You don't have the money to, to educate the kids they're not educating kids anymore anyhow. But, you know, at least it was a, a safe place for the kids to go, and now they don't have their school. 
and they're just the neighborhoods are getting terrible, overrun. There's homeless people everywhere. There's strangers all milling around. All these migrants, they got nothing to do all day. So they're milling around and they're forming gangs and they're, you know, knocking on people's doors asking for money. They're robbing people, pickpocketing people, you know, hassling the kids because they're mostly, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, and 22-year-old migrants anyhow. So they're aggravating the kids trying to go to school. And it's in the black neighborhood. They didn't put those migrants in West Roxbury. They didn't put them in Beacon Street. They certainly didn't put them on Martha's Vineyard. They were only there overnight at Martha's Vineyard. Did you see the those two cops in New York City got the beat down by those immigrants? I'm very upset about that. And then the kid's showing us the double flip bird. He got out of jail. And they put him right back in the street. He's right back at that shelter. Yep. He should have been on his way to Honduras or wherever the hell he came from. Should have been halfway to Honduras by now. And they were kicking these cops in the head. Who the hell would want to be a cop in New York right now? No, no. And then and then they, they just don't want, They don't want the Americans world. to be the cops. They want the illegals to be the cops. That's what Kathy Hochul said, the New York governor. She said that she's got state jobs for them, so she's going to hire these illegals for state jobs. You know, you have to take a civil service exam to get in a a state job, but they're going to bypass that for these illegals. So you're not going to hire Americans for state jobs? And what if they, you know, they want them to be cops and stuff, so now you're going to let people who shouldn't be in the country, who broke the law to come in, they're going to be cops and being able to arrest or even shoot American citizens? This is definitely Obama's civilian army. He never said American civilians. You know, and and there's 10 million of them here already. We don't. We never needed anyone more than we need Trump right now, because he said on day one he's going to start deporting them. They don't qualify for asylum just because they're broke. You know, and this, this kid giving us the bird with this smug look on his face, like, "Ha ha, I'm in your country. There's nothing you can do about it. We just beat up your cops, and I'm back right here. So bring me more cops." You know, the, the cops really should have a, a say in this. You know, not only did they get rid of the ones that wouldn't take the vaccine, but now these cops are sitting ducks. And, and they got to worry about pronouns. Is these cops getting their heads kicked in? And the biggest problem they see is, you mispronounce someone. Oh, yeah. They want to make it a major crime if you misgender an illegal. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Or, or, or if you use the, uh, the wrong pronoun. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to put you in jail for that. And this is just bad. It's all just bad. And we're just getting worse. And I don't know how to stop it. And usually I'm pretty in control. 
I have a solution for everything, but I don't have a solution for a lot of this stuff, and it's making me mental. Yeah, and Joe Biden's going to go to East Palestine now, East Palestine in Ohio. Well, he's going to get what? such a welcoming welcoming committee there. Do you hear what their mayor well, said? He thinks he can show up whenever he wants to, and that'll be perfectly fine. Did you guys hear what the mayor of Palestine said? No. He said, no. Yeah, he said Joe Biden can come here in February 2025 when he's doing his book tour. Hmm. Yeah, it means when Trump's president, he can come by here. Yeah, they don't want him there. What good is it going there now? He's going to yell, clean up this mess and the bad chemical companies. Yeah, well, remember when you shut down the pipelines that would have brought that underground? And there wouldn't have been any way that it could have gotten derailed and spilled? The same with the oil pipelines and the gas pipelines. And they act like, remember when he, when he stopped the Keystone Pipeline? They act like that's the only pipeline in the country. There's pipelines under every one of our feet. There's gas lines, electric lines, cable lines. All kinds of pipelines, oil pipelines, gas pipelines. Mm-hmm. You know, you, natural gas is pumped into a lot of people's houses. Comes in on a pipeline. So, you know, when they stop a pipeline, they're telling you they're doing something for the climate. And did you see where they're putting the thermostats for all their climate science? Next to exhaust fans on concrete pavements, on roofs with solar panels on them. So they're purposely putting them in places where they're hot. It's like running a thermometer under the warm water when you wanted to stay out of school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're running up the temperature by purposely putting it in hot spots. Well, the, there's a guy that does weather, and he says he's found hundreds of sites that that are inactive. They're not no longer in, you know they're inactive. Yet they're reporting. They're cooking the books. Right. And it's not even fossil fuel. It's renewable fuel. It's not and just fuels and fossil yeah, fuel. And now they set down that, you know, that uh, processing plant down in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, that was to punish Abbott because he doesn't want to let the illegals in. And the military is now holding drills in Mexico, not Mexico, in Texas. Joe Biden sent them down to the army to do drills at some base in Texas. So what's he gearing them up to fight with the National Guard? Is he trying to cause a civil war or a mutiny? You know, they don't have to follow an unconstitutional order. If Joe Biden orders the United States military, which would be against posse comitatus, they'd have to declare martial law first. But if he orders them to attack or harass or harm the National Guard in any way, that is going to cause a serious constitution. We're already in a constitutional crisis, but that's going to cause a spark that's just going to, I mean, the military is going to have to go to the White House and take Joe Biden out, not each other. 
Well, the military but, won't turn up upon the the military. But his illegal army would. Yeah, his illegal his, army. His illegal army would fire against both our military and our National Guard. You see what they're doing to our cops? Why wouldn't they shoot at our National Guard or our military? They're physically attacking police on the streets of New York. That tells you. Normal people wouldn't attack our cops. But if they can attack our cops, they can attack our National Guard and our military. And then give us the bird while they're doing it. So, hey, did you guys see the hearing today with Zuckerberg and, of course, everybody oh, yelling at them? Yeah. Yeah, well, I got an opinion about that, too. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of Mark Zuckerberg. I think he's a whiny, sniveling little liberal who I really, you know, don't really have much use for. However, they put these parents out there, and then Lindsey Graham said, you have blood on your hands, and what do you want to say to these parents? And he acted like Mark Zuckerberg killed them. Some of them took their their own lives due to online bullying. Um, Other things about being online were brought up. Well, I got news for these parents, and I'm really sorry for your loss. However, Mark Zuckerberg did not put that phone, that computer, or that tablet in your child's hand. You did that. You used it for a babysitter. You put that phone in their hand. You got them addicted to the video games, the Xboxes, the TikToks. You could have controlled it. And then once you put it in their hands, you took your eye off of it, and you didn't see what your kid was doing or your teenager was doing or who was talking to them, who was trying to exploit them. Mark Zuckerberg didn't put that device in that kid's hand. You did. So take a little personal responsibility, too. You don't want your kid on these these devices? Take the devices away. Don't let them sit at your table while you're having dinner and look in their phone. I see people sitting on the couch beside each other, texting each other. You know, that's unhealthy. So stop making your kids put the phone down and do something else. And go through the kid's phone. You're the adult. If you see something that isn't right, it isn't right. And you talk to the kid about it. But, yeah, parents have to take a little bit of personal responsibility, too. Don't go whining old boo-hoo Mark Zuckerberg when it was you that bought the $1,000 phone for the kid. And that's my opinion about that. Well, it's bad parenting. Yeah. They have a response. You know, know they're all screaming, being this, being that, censor this, censor that. That's the parent's job. But, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg does have a responsibility to some of it. If you see children being exploited on videos on your site, you take it down and you call the police and you tell them where it came from. Yeah, you shouldn't allow that stuff. But and that is against terms of use, and they are a private corporation. But they got that um, C one thirty whatever it is there that that exemption because they're not a public utility. 
That's what they're trying to do, too. They're trying to nationalize the social apps and stuff and tell them which ones you can use and which ones you can't. That should be up to us, which ones we want to use and which ones we don't. We're surrounded with technology. We're surrounded with AI. We're surrounded with new devices and everything else. So we have to be smart enough to mire our way through them. And we have to be able to protect the children from it. Parents can make rules about the children, the censoring, and, you know, you don't want them to see something. You don't have to let them see it. There should be better parental controls. But the kids are going to get their hands on phones, and they're going to get their hands on other things, too. So, yes, the social sites do have some responsibility. But like I said, so do the parents. You know, you, you can't buy your kid uh, Xbox and let them play the Fortnite with people all around the world. You know there's pedophiles on there. You know that people will use that to recruit those kids. So you got to stay right on top of it. You know, if they're just playing Fortnite with the other kids, that's fine. But you see somebody come in and start making, you know, comments to the kids. You know that's not right. But you got to be able to, you got to see it to be able to pick up on it. So check on those kids once in a while. Check on what they're doing online. Go through that history on that computer or that Xbox or whatever else you're allowing the kids to use, the phone. You know, if your kid's personality changes, uh, they're sneaking out and stuff like that, you know, look for some outside influence. Look for a bully or look for a predator. You know when something's not right. But if you just let your 15-year-old take a phone and go in the room and you don't see the kid again until it's dinner time and the kid comes out with the phone and you're, you're not even talking to you, put the phone down. Take the phone away while you're having family time. These kids got to be deprogrammed. They can't even communicate with one another unless they got a phone. And I think a lot of that is intentional, too especially with that COVID, when they made everybody do Zoom calls and they wouldn't let the kids play outside and play in the playgrounds and go to the skate parks and they taped up the basketball hoops and filled the parks with sand, you know, so there was no socializing. Socializing in person might be better for these kids. We got a lot of work to do. You got any, anybody got any opinion about that? Well, there was programs out. Fun. Oh, I didn't. There, I didn't hear you. you there's uh, programs out there where the parents can monitor what their kids are watching on their computer. Right. There was this recently a kid here. Um, it just made national news. The kid killed himself. Oh he was. It, it was the headline in the today's paper here. Uh, sex and you know they take pictures of their bodies and they send it to one another and so the person on the other end is not really a girl it's somebody extorting money and so these the nefarious the, the people were blackmailing this young man and they threatened they were going to expose him and he killed himself yeah where were the parents at 
yeah, all these kids, they think it's funny to put a telephone down their pants and take a picture. And then they'll send it to their friend to be a wise guy. And the next thing you know, the friend shares it with everybody. And pretty soon these kids are getting sextorted. And yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, you got to tell these kids, don't ever put anything online that you wouldn't put in the front page of the paper. Especially pictures of your privates. Somebody wants to see pictures of your privates. Tell me. And before you go showing anybody pictures of your privates, think twice. You know, it's not funny, it's not cute, it's not trendy. Yeah, as everybody thinks it's funny to send sexy pictures to each other now. You gotta, you know, parents, you gotta stop that. Because that will follow them. And it will affect their, you know, mental state. They didn't want everybody in the whole school to see their naked picture. They just were sending it to their friend to be stupid. <clears throat> and kids do stupid things. But you got to tell them, you know, that's child porn. And just because you're the child, that doesn't mean that it's still, it's not child porn. You can get in trouble, too. And you can get in trouble for sending pictures of other students. You know, you might have got a picture of of the girl down the street because your friend sent it to you. But by you sending it out, that makes you guilty too. So you don't want to have that stuff on your phone. But your parents, you have to go through their phone once in a while. That's your job. They're not 18. You know, they have rights, but you have rights over them until they're 18. So you want to keep your kid decent, you want to keep your kid safe, you'll show an interest and you'll go through that phone and you'll go through that computer and you'll go through that Xbox and you'll look over their shoulder and see what the teachers are teaching them. You know, make an appearance there, be part of that. And limit it. And the kid's going to fuss and hem and haw and say, all my friends are doing it. Well, I'm not all your friend's mother. I'm your mother. And I love you more. <laughs> tell them whatever you got to tell them to keep them safe. Because it's, it's a bad world out there. And just being a little bit stupid. You know, they don't know. And as far as what they're being taught in school, they only know what we allow them to be taught. we got to stop allowing that, too. We are the parents. And we have to start asserting that authority. You know, I used to tell my kids, you get in trouble in school, they're going to call me. But that's the most they can do to you is call me. So I'm the final authority. You know, they can't beat on you or pound on you or anything. They can call me. I'm going to whoop your ass. But... I'm the authority. I never you know, had the, the honor, privilege, whatever. I, I never, I never whooped either of my kids. I don't. I didn't really whoop my kids' asses either. If they were dangerous, they got a little swat in the pampy though. If they were doing something stupid, like touching the stove or. You know, running with scissors, things like that. A little swat in a, a, little swat in a seat never killed a kid. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not saying beat them up. <laughs> no, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> you know, but if the kid is acting up, little swat to the seat never kill anyone. Straighten out quite a few. Next time you go to do that same stupid thing, you'll remember that little swat. And you'll think twice about it. I tell you, it's up to us. And we're about to be tested. Look at all that's going on around us. You know, people, even even the most blind and willfully blind among us are coming out of it and seeing that things are going really downhill really fast. You know, what's Biden support that now, like 18%? Yeah. And they're still going to run him? I don't think so. And I know I know Michelle doesn't want the job, but they'll pair her up with Newsom and tell her, just, you know, do what Kamala did. Just go underground and stay underground. Every once in a while, come out and tell us about time and space. And, and school buses? You know. Yeah, and time's got a lot of space. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it's time. Yeah. Yeah, I just lay low. Kamala Harris, she's got a cushy job. She comes out and says something stupid every once in a while, and then she goes on a trip or a vacation, or she's out of sight, out of mind. And then she shows up again, cackles a little, and then she's gone. So I don't really know what her job was. And then John Kerry's a spy, so he can't be the climate czar anymore, so they put the pedophile in. That's funny that pedophile to me. How did he get caught being a spy? That's what I don't quite understand. Because he was giving information to the Iranians. Well, no, I get that. I just can't believe was he was present. dumb enough to get caught. Yeah, well, isn't it, isn't That's his my daughter question. married to some foobar over there? His son. Probably. Yeah, no, his daughter's married to an Iranian. Yeah, but he's, he's like an Iranian prince or um, prime minister or something. But, yeah, John Kerry's been giving messages to the Iranians, telling telling them all kinds of stuff. Even while Trump was president, he was still running Obama's shadow government in the, behind the scenes, and he got busted. There's records of, of him. And then he said, well, we have a... a responsibility to inform that's for our allies that's not for our adversaries you don't call up the Iranians and say yeah next week we're going to bomb your oil depot right exactly you got you got seven days to move your assets yeah and wasn't it General Milley who said that he was going to call the Chinese if Trump was going to pull any type of action towards them yeah, with friends like that, who needs enemies? Right? You know, the more I'm seeing, the more I'm seeing what Trump was up against, too. They were doing everything in their power to undermine him and just telling everybody, wait him out, you know, just stick with us and, yeah, we'll give you all this information and this classified secrets and stuff. You just 
listen to what we're saying and we're going to get rid of Trump. And they're proving that they're trying to get rid of Trump. They're doing everything in their power, even changing a law in in New York. A statutes and limitation law on this E. Jean Carroll thing. They changed the law so she could sue him. And then they changed it back. So it was only good for that one year. Because God forbid somebody else get any big ideas of suing somebody with high power. So that was, they did that specifically for that case. And anybody who believes E. Jean Carroll is a complete moron. She couldn't describe the dressing room at Birdoff's. She came out with this dress that she said she was wearing that wasn't even designed until four years after what she claimed to be the alleged time frame. So it wasn't even in existence. And that guy happened roughly. Yeah, she didn't know what year, what season, what month. But she she knows she was raped. And then she's accused like nine other people of raping her too. Right. I think she was the rapist. Because she was saying how, you know, the best way to meet men is to go out on the street and drop something in front of them or offer them $5 or, you know, just to break the ice and have a conversation. And she was saying that other men raped her. This woman has a fantasy of being raped. That's her thing. So everybody you allegedly had sex with raped you? You know, I don't see a parade of fellas out there saying, ooh, baby, ooh, baby, over this chick. No, but here's what I don't understand. She gets, what, the, was it five or ten million originally? And then after Trump said that, that, that she's not her type, that she could sue him for defamation, and then she right. gets 83 million? In the meantime, she's on every broadcast defaming him. How do you get $83 million for defamation, but, you, but he was found not guilty uh, of the crime, but she still got paid for it? Yeah, uh, well, I just don't he, understand how that works. Yeah, they said that he wasn't guilty of sexually assaulting her. He was not guilty of rape. There's a big no on that question. And it's checked off. No, he didn't rape her. But he did call her a busted bitch or something, so that defamed her. I I would have called her a hell of a lot more if she was accusing me of rape. I might have even invented words for her. Hmm. But they say that about Trump all day long. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and people still believe this stuff. They did that Russia, Russia, Russia thing. All the media ran with it. They knew that it was fake, but they ran with it anyhow. And then they did the collusion thing. He called up Ukraine, and he wanted to know some information about how the prosecutor was fired. That's it. He's colluding. Mm Got to impeach him. When it turns out, now they have the transcripts of his speech about firing the prosecutor. Although we had it on video like five years ago. So Trump was legit to ask the question, you know, what are you going to do about corruption? So he wasn't working on behalf of Russia. He was working on behalf of the United States. He wanted to know what was going on over there. We're sending you all this money. Why? 
And then when he got too close, they pulled this Russia thing again. They provoked and provoked and provoked Russia. And they put bioweapons labs on the border. And they were threatening to join NATO, which was an agreement that Russia had in a treaty that Ukraine wouldn't join NATO. There was supposed to be a buffer between the NATO countries and between Russia. And then George Soros started about the pipelines. He wanted to run his pipelines through Europe, and Russia was already running pipelines through Europe. So when Soros overthrew the government of Ukraine, that's when Putin took back Crimea, because that's where his pipelines were. So in order to protect his own pipelines that were in a treaty to run through there, he had to take back that area because they were threatening to violate the treaty and bankrupt his country. So they've been provoking Russia right along. You know, I'm not saying that Putin's right, but he's got some valid points, too. And Putin's fighting that new world order. He didn't want to be absorbed into the new world order. And that's right at his door with Ukraine. That's where the new world order is centered centered right now. That's where all the money's going. That's the money hub. Any money that's going dark goes through Ukraine right now. And all those people are getting a piece. And every bill that Congress, who knows better, and the Senate, who knows better, that they've passed during Biden's presidency has money in it for Ukraine. Every single bill. And what's this about Ronna McDaniel? Is she going to resign? I'm hearing she's going to resign right after the... Um, they, they give the delegates out there. Laura Loomer said after the, she was. Yeah, after the convention. I wonder who's going to take that job. I don't know, but they should put Hamid Dillon in there. Hey, back to Russia. The two things yeah. that, that that's going on. There's a guy that's going to run against Putin. He's got the votes to, to run against him. He's very popular right now. There's, yeah. You know, they've lost hundreds of thousands of people in this war, and Putin's not that popular right now. Mm-hmm. And well, that the was another thing. thing. They want and a regime second, change there in Russia. Yeah, the second thing is Zelensky's general, head of the military forces, he fired him. The general says, I'm not quitting. So we have a power struggle right now that's going on, and it may divide the country because the general says I'm not quitting have you heard about that one no yep things are not good in Ukraine right now they don't like I mean they don't like him I mean he sent hundreds of thousands of young men to the grave Mm -hmm. and they got nothing out of it nothing Nope. And now the money, the money supply is running out of money, and the people are going to turn against the president. Yeah, well, he's just a, a Soros puppet. 
Anyhow, he's part of the color revolution. I thought it was they that lady Horoshenko that ran that anyway. What's her name? Newland or something? Peggy Newland? Yeah, the, everybody says she's the one really running the country. Yeah. No. Yeah, she's the she's number two in the State Department. She's pulling all the strings right now. Yeah, she, another Obama holdover. It's Obama's whole regime. It's whole foreign policy. He had the whole world screwed up before. But this is what they're trying to do. This is George Soros' life's work. He sees himself as a god. He said he's learned to live with that, though, his narcissism. Um, he likes to be in control of things. He likes to be in control of people's lives and shifting populations and remaking the world to how he wants it. He sees himself as a god. He had this whole interview. His kid is worse than him. The kid's an idiot and Berkeley trained. So he's mm-hmm. bad enough he's got his father's evil, but he's got that woke joke going on too. And he's got too much money. But this is his father's life's work, his color revolution, and his new world order. And he wants to be king of the world. And so does Charles Schwab. And Klaus, Klaus Schwab. Yeah, Klaus Schwab, and not Charles Schwab. Klaus Schwab. Schwab. And that other guy, too. Yeah, they they all fancy themselves as gods. And they He's think that they Noah have the authority. Harari. Yeah. And then they, they think they have the authority to make decisions for the entire planet. Yeah, and they think there's plenty them? of help. That's what I don't understand. Say it again. Who elected them? Nobody elected them. They just figured that they made all this money or inherited all this money, you know, you know, old money. And with money comes power, and with power comes narcissism. And they just see themselves as gods now. And they think that it's up to them to remake the entire planet. And to tell the world how many people there should be on this planet, what type of resources we should have access to, and keep the other resources to themselves. Yeah. And nobody elected them. And we thought we had people to keep that under control. We didn't know that the people we thought we had were also traitors. They don't care about the United States. They don't care about our... Constitution. They don't care about the people. They care about the power and the money. You know, what are they going to do with all these illegals who aren't making money? Those people aren't going to be take, paying taxes. They're going to be taking taxes. They haven't gotten that Anybody who can get out of those but cities, you know, like California, though, those, that whole state, the people who live in that state in droves. The cities like New York and Chicago and Atlanta, people are leaving those cities as quickly as they can get out. So who's left? The saps and the illegals. illegals. And poor people. Yeah. Neither one of those are paying taxes. Remember what happened to Detroit? Yeah. You know, Detroit's coming back. 
but not as the the mecca and the and the hub it was at one time. You know, all the auto manufacturers, they've all gone to Mexico or China. And they can sell their cars here all they want without any tariffs because Trump's not president anymore. So they can go down to Mexico and have cheap overhead and cheap labor. And then they can sell those cars really expensive in the United States without paying any taxes on them. That's not how Trump rolled. Trump said, you want to go to Mexico? You want to make the cars? You want to pay the cheap labor? And all that, well, we're still going to charge you $2,000 each car you send across this border. So it's going to be cheaper for you to make them here. You'll make more money by making them here, so you don't have to pay that tariff. And that brings jobs. But Biden, because it was a Trump policy, reversed it. Just because it was a Trump policy, anything that had Trump's name on it, they felt that they had to do the complete, absolute opposite. That's an illness. Yeah, but the sad thing is, is you still have a, a large swath of people that are, they, they've drunk the liberal Kool-Aid for so long that they, they agree, if Trump did it, we have to get rid of it. It doesn't matter how good it affects them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and their TV told them to. But their TV told them that Trump was a Russian spy. And their TV told them that Trump was a molester. And their TV told them that Trump was, you know, colluding with people. And every single word of it was a lie. But, but the yes, they want to stop misinformation. Yeah. Every word was a lie. Vivek called them out on it. I was so proud of him that night during the debate. Yeah. When they were saying, well, we can't let you be spewing misinformation. He said, wait a minute. Was the Russia collusion, was that misinformation? <laughs> yes. He said, you can have my time and you can answer that question. And they said, well, you know, we're here to ask the questions. No, answer the question. You're saying, I'm up here spewing misinformation. I can prove it's true. But, you know, all those things you said about Trump, none of it was true. But you went rushed ahead and reported it. Remember when you said that Hunter Biden's laptop, that was a Russian misinformation? That turned out to be true, but you ran with it and you knew it was true. You knew it was true before it ever came out. You knew six months before that news broke that it was true. And all those spies, what was it, 91 spies or 51 spies or whoever, yeah. They all said it was Russian misinformation. The CIA, John Brennan, the most ruthless pl- guy on the planet. Um, he's even more ruthless than that Brzezinski was. I mean, he was ruthless. But, you know, you got people like James Clapper and James Comey, and, and they're, they're, that's who Nikki Haley was hanging with the other day, John Brennan, by the way. There's pictures of her and John Brennan come out. They were at some meeting together. What's she doing hanging with that guy? He is bad, bad, bad news. Just looking at him gives me the creeps. Hey, by the way, uh, just to to share, Ben Shapiro just recently apologized about his previous view on Trump, and now he's on board with Trump. 
Oh, he finally woke up. It took him long enough. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It took him long enough, too. You're right. You know, I used to like him, and then he got to be a whiny little simp, too. Well, if you remember, he had him on our show once about 10 years ago. He was on the Proof Negative show when he was the CEO of Breitbart. Yeah. You know, he just got real whiny, and he got the Trump derangement syndrome and all that. Now, now he's smartened up. Yeah. A lot of people have smartened up, though. I'm not mad at them any, you know, anymore. Just I'm, as long as you smarten up, we got to fix this. We're having a national IQ test on November 5th. Don't blow it. <laughs> oh, some people are going to blow right. it, though. What? I said some people are going to blow it. I don't know. I think if we stay on top of things, and a lot of that information about the illegal voting and the machines and stuff, that's all come out, too. I think we're going to be correct in a lot of it. We're not going to catch all the cheating, but I think we're going to be able to catch a, a lot of it. I and think they tried so hard in Georgia, and it was blatantly obvious, and it's going to come back, but you can't do anything about it now. No, you can't do anything about it now, but you can prevent it in November. What was that? I don't know. Is that Joe? That was me. Sorry about that. Oh, I, I didn't know what that was. I thought I was you hit the wrong lo- I button. Was, I was looking up a story, and I, I didn't know it had mu- music to it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that autoplay. Yeah, um... I think that enough has been uncovered that people are going to be on guard for it. And a lot of people are going to be reluctant to sign on to it again. And anybody who would cheat for Joe Biden, knowing what Joe Biden has done and has been, anybody who's not awake to what's going on, they shouldn't be anywhere near our voting machines and our polls and stuff. You know, people will do a lot of things for money. And a little bit of power. But where people are getting, are getting caught, and Rathenberg, is, he's losing his job. Um, the, oh, Arizona, Arizona, they're just getting totally flushed. Good thing for Carrie Lake, man. She's on it. She was just a, a wildcat when it came to those voting machines. And she's got every bit of that information out. She contested everything, and she proved it. She got the documents, and a lot of people helped her, a lot of smart people and and legal people, you know, helped her with that. And And the fools thought they could overrun her. Yeah. And then then they tried to bribe her, offering her money. That's what I'm saying. Name your price. Name your price. And then that guy was, like, disappointed because she recorded him. Is he still alive? And who sent him with that offer? McConnell. Well, he's disappointed that he got caught. That, isn't that his own fault? Nobody told him to say that. Somebody told him to say it. He, got, he came to her with an offer. Where'd that right. offer come from? McConnell. I think it was Mitch McConnell. Really? Really? That I didn't even consider that. Yeah, McConnell despises Trump. But McConnell's up to his ears corrupt, too. 
Right. He's been there all these years. He's another one been there 50 years. Yeah, I don't know how long. If, if 27, you've been there 30, that long, 40. You get reckless because you, you feel as though you're invincible. Right. But, yeah, he's another one who's a fixture there. And they're all crying about the broken immigration system. You've been there 50 years. How come you didn't fix it? Same as Schumer and, and Grassley and that other one, Lindsey Graham, um, Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi, Senny Hoyer, all these people. They've been around 20, 30, if 40 years. they fixed years. it, Joanne, if they fixed it, they couldn't run on, on fixing it. Right. And they're saying our system is broken. No, our system isn't broken. Our politicians are. But we have laws right now that are being violated. These people took an oath to the Constitution, which is another thing. You hear what Jen, that Pierre chick said? No. She said that those soldiers that died on behalf of the administration. What? They didn't take an oath to your administration. They took an oath to the Constitution. They're not there. Okay. Now, I heard personal. that. I thought you meant something else. Yeah, no, but she but there was acted something like something else they were blaming Trump for, and I couldn't remember what it was for. Oh, they were blaming Trump for the border, and they said that if this bill doesn't pass, they're going to blame the Republicans for the issue on the border. How are you going to blame the Republicans? Force the laws we have now. But didn't wasn't everything? Wasn't all the border fence paid for, and all he had to, all Brandon had to do was uh, allow the construction to finish? So yeah. how do we blame, how do you blame Trump for that? I don't know. But he couldn't come up with a billion dollars for the wall. But he can come up with right. $40 billion for the illegals. The wall was too expensive, you remember? It, you make it sound like that's something bad. Yeah, well, you know, we, we couldn't afford the wall. It was too expensive. And Mexico did pay for it. Do you know what it would have cost for us to put the Mexican military on that border? No. It would have cost a fortune. That saved us a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I mean, we didn't get a check from Mexico, but we got a lot of help from Mexico that was worth a lot of money, like them putting their soldiers on the southern border and on the northern border of Mexico the Remain in Mexico policy because Trump threatened them with tariffs. If you don't help us with the illegal immigration problem, we're going to put tariffs on everything that comes over this border from Mexico. And we're going to stop all foreign aid. And they're like, no, we need the money and we need to be able to get our goods over there. So, all right, we'll help you out. That's how you do things. But now... The Mexican president thinks that he can tell Biden, oh, yeah, you've got to give him the seat of $20 million and we want more foreign aid for us and for our neighbors in the south and, the, you know, in the, the southern hemisphere, too. So they want us to up the money. Well, they may as well ask give, for it. They'll, they'll get it from Brandon, so that, that's why. Yeah. They wouldn't have dared ask for that from Trump. And Trump would stop the checks. Why would I support you people there and here? Not another dollar of foreign aid. As a matter of fact, Trump should be charging them. 
for all the people that are here. Oh, we got two million Venezuelans. How much is that ahead? How much are we supporting them for? Okay, we'll deduct it out of the check that we were going to give them. That's two million less people that are there. And if they owe us money, give a bill. Really, we're the world sugar daddy here. And obviously by those people kicking their heads in the cops, they're not sending their finest. They're sending gang members and cartel members and emptying out their prisons and their youth prisons and their insane asylums. And they're just putting them all on buses and sending them here. Yeah, now Guatemala and Honduras are doing a lot better. They don't have all those reprobates there wrecking their countries. And we're still sending them money. Why do we send all these countries money? Can't these countries support themselves? Places like Guatemala and Honduras, they got the most fertile soil, clean water, farmland, sugar. I mean, they can grow everything from sugar cane to vegetables. Coffee. Now coffee's bad for us. Yeah, coffee and rice. Those are the two things they want to get rid of. Yeah. Well, I don't think we should get rid of either one of those things. Rice has kept the world from starving to death time and time again. It's the number one staple food in the world. That's why they want to get rid of it. And that's not just for people. That's for animals and everything. Rice is good for so many things. And coffee? I'm not even human till I've had my coffee. Really, I get up in the morning and I have my coffee first. Then I do stuff. <laughs> I'm not doing anything until I've had my coffee. So we'll not be getting rid of that either. No, I'm a donkey junkie. That's my drug of choice, coffee. Oh. I heard that that uh, that Starbucks has Chuck Norris for breakfast. I can't stand Starbucks. They burn that coffee on purpose. And you know, when they tell you that they use all natural food dye, if you buy a red drink at Starbucks, that's got cochineal in it. Yeah, that's a bug. A bug that's it. Yeah. Yep, that, that's the ink from a bug. As a matter of fact, that's what the British used to dye their red coats with, with the dye from the cochineal bug. So you are Total piece the of trivia, I know. Mm-hmm. Everybody's so, going to eat the bugs. Yep, they're going to eat the bugs. They're going to dye their food with the bugs. Amazing. I'm not going to be eating any bugs. I've decided that. I mean, everybody eats a bug now and then. They just don't realize it. Even if you're sleeping, you might inhale a bug. But I'm not going to purposely eat a bug. (laughs) Or any bug protein, or bug extract, or bug dye. I'm not going to eat any of that. And I have a pretty pure diet. I don't eat processed foods. I don't 
once in a great while I'll eat out. But mostly I cook. So I know what my family's eating. And I'm very particular about the ingredients I use. Anyhow, I think um I I think that we've got a lot of work to do. And things are only gonna get worse. But back to that bill, we do not need a new bill. That's a scam. And it's providing cover from for those treasonous buggers that we have in office right now. That's just well, gonna legalize could- their treason. Well, we got a Benedict Arnold in Oklahoma, Oklahoma, the most conservative state, and we got a liberal senator. Amazing. How'd you do that? What's his name or her name? Well, Langford. He's, oh, he's, Langford. He's in, he's in with Mitch McConnell. I've called his office a number of times. The The GOP of Oklahoma have already censored him. My my my. My feeling the people of Oklahoma need to give him hell for the last for the next five years. This make his life miserable. I thought that the, you know I saw that they were giving him hell, but they we haven't seen the text of this bill. We're not going to if the House passes it, we should revolt. If the Republicans in the Senate pass it, any of them, we should revolt. We have to get the word out that this is a trap, it's a, a scam, and it's going to tie Trump's hands. Right now, the president has the power to reverse everything that's going on. Joe Biden could go right back to Trump's policies. He doesn't need a bill. All he has to do is undo his own executive orders and go back to the Trump executive orders, and that will fix it. But by insisting on this bill, it's going to give him cover. Because right now he's committing treason. He is inviting an invasion into his own country. He wants to use the military to go after the National Guard who is trying to prevent an invasion. He wants to facilitate the invasion using our military to do it. That's treason. That's high crimes and misdemeanor. But if we let them pass a bill, that's all going to get codified. That's He's going to legalize all the stuff they're doing now. So that takes away our ability to prosecute them for treason and dereliction of duty. He swore to faithfully execute the laws of the country. I think he took execute serious. I think he took the other meaning. He's going to faithfully destroy, kill, crush, and destroy. Execute means that, too. So, I don't know. They're just very, very bad. Johnson said no. Absolutely no. Not one person. To what? To that bill, if it comes down to the House. So let me ask you, can, can Mike Johnson say we're not going to review it? Mike Johnson is the one that said zero because he was getting a lot of, lot of flack. He was getting torn up on Twitter. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Can he say if the Senate passes this, we're not reviewing this? Can he kick it yeah. out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it takes both houses to pass anything before it can go to the president. But, yeah, they, but originate... they don't have to put it to a vote, right? That's what I'm saying. They don't have to vote on it. They could just say, no, we, we're not voting on it. No, he can just shelf it. He can okay. just say, we're not voting on that. It's, it's rubbish. He doesn't okay. have to call it to so the that's floor. What we're, that's what we're putting on ho- our hopes on at this point. Because mm-hmm. you know that they're going to they're gonna put some garbage in there. And they're gonna they're gonna get some some weak bill and, and hope that uh, that that they can get enough Congress people to say yes. Well, I think they might need sixty votes on it too. I'm not sure, but that's never gonna get sixty votes. But Romney's indicating that he would vote for it. You know why well, doesn't he's he a just Democrat come out and now, say? Don't forget. He said he's a Democrat. Oh. He's done everything but officially switch parties, but he's out anyway at the end of the at the end of the year. Yeah, well, Kristen Cinema, she's not going along with it. She's, but you know how she she holds out like Mansion, and everybody pins their hopes on those two, and then they always cave. Mm-hmm. I think that we got we got big troubles, but we got to make a lot of noise. We have to stay on the politicians, especially the Democrat ones. We have to be all over them because they have to know too. There's no reason that this country has half the politicians are communist. They all should have fidelity to the Constitution. They can have minor policy disagreements, but this gang fight we have going on between Marxism and we have three factions. We have, you know, patriotism, Marxism, and then we have that whatever the Republicans would be trying to say is their policy. A little bit of everything, appeasement. You know, they'd rather... They'd rather bitch about things than actually govern. You know, and Joe Biden, if he wanted to change the law, he had 40 years to do it. And so did Pelosi, and so did Schumer, and so did all of them. We mentioned them. All the old timers. John Cornyn and all of them. Claiborne. Those people have been around decades and now all of a sudden it's a crisis well what yeah, did you fix the Trump crisis for, for the last 40 years or they, they could have fixed it for the last uh, three plus when they had all the power yes yep they had the house the senate and the presidency they didn't fix it then it wasn't important then it wasn't an election year and they couldn't blame it on Trump yeah, I, I think you you have 90 days, maybe six months, if you bleed it out, that you could blame the incoming person. After that, the training wheels are off. It, it's all you three and a half years in. That's all you. Yeah. That's your policies. You had enough time yeah. to put the right people in place to do what you need to do. Remember, Obama never took ownership of the job either. No. It was always he Bush's still blames fault. George Bush. 
Yeah, everything was Bush's fault. Remember when they had that little earthquake in D.C.? We even named it on this show. Yeah, it happened on Bush's fault. <laughs> right. That's what they call the fault line in D.C. as a joke on this show. Yep, Bush's fault. <laughs> Everything was Bush's fault. Now everything's Trump's fault. And those darling Democrats never had anything to do with any of it. It's all Obama's people running the show. It's all Obama's policy. And Biden is just acting like the vice president, not the president. He said that Trump was the sitting president the other day. Did you hear him say that? Yes, I heard Imagine that. From the sitting president. No, Trump's not the sitting president, dear. You're allegedly the sitting president. Wow. But they're going to bring, what, James Biden in now for questioning to Congress? Yeah, right. They're just going to yell some more and go back and forth, and then they're going to... I'm sick of that, too. They get their five minutes to yell and scream and take a temper tantrum, and then everybody's supposed to forget about it. No policy changes happen, and it was just for show. They were yelling at Mark yeah, Zuckerberg so nothing, all day. Nothing's going to happen to Hunter. We all know that. No, and his father's going to... That's probably why Joe's holding on. And that's probably why they're stringing him along, because they're not actually charging Hunter with anything, and they're not putting any trials up or anything. Once they wait charge the last him. minute so 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 Brandon can can uh can pardon him at the last minute. Right. That's exactly what's gonna mm-hmm. happen. At the last minute they're gonna roll out the charges on him and that will be the signal for Joe to pardon him. Mm-hmm. And then they can send Joe off to pasture. But he's not going down if that kid's going down. He will not step down. He will not get out of the way. He'll cling to that with a death grip. He'll he'll cling to that presidency. But once they charge the kid and he can pardon the kid and the brother, and then he'll just sail off into the sunset, and then we'll have to deal with Newsom and Michelle. And I don't think the black people will be stupid enough to jump on that bandwagon because it's Michelle. They like her and everything. But they know that it's just going to be more of the same. But I guess the thing is, do people see it? Would enough black people see at this point that they're just doing that for just for pandering? And they're taking all these illegals and they figure they own the black vote. And the black people, they're going to hem and haw and bitch, but, you know, they're going to take it because the black people take everything the Democrats shove on them. So now they're shoving illegals on them. Well, and that's the thing. Uh, can we can we count realistically that enough black people have had enough? I hope so. And uh, you're not going to know until November. Yeah, but, you know, they're, they're showing signs. Only 20% of them got to wise up. Mm-hmm. And I think we got it. I think we've met that threshold. Well, at this current venture, yes, but we have to wait until Big Mike is in there. Then then we'll know for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, they roll out Big Mike, and that changes everything. But that's when we have to really talk to the black people and to tell them, come on, man, how much more are you going to take of this? How, you know, how much more of this Democrat bullshit are you going to take? They did nothing for you. They promised you the world. Look at your neighborhoods. Where's your grocery stores? Where's your CVS and your Walgreens? Where's your Macy's and your, your Walmarts? Oh, they're not in your neighborhood anymore? Why? You got to travel? Why? But don't worry, Brandon's going to bring them back? Yeah, Brandon's going to bring them back. No, it was Trump who was bringing back the opportunity zones. Even up in the Appalachian Mountains, he was putting opportunity zones. Because there's some pretty poor white people that used to be coal miners up there, too. But, yeah, it was Trump that was trying to talk to developers into coming back into these communities. And he wanted to rebuild the policing and, and make the streets safe again. So stores would open up. Now, you got stores with pictures of their item on the shelf. If you want one of those yeah. items, you have to have a clerk go get it for you. That's how bad things have come. You can't just walk into a store and have all their wares out, you know, and, and the beautiful fruits and meats and, you know, all the toiletries and the, and the laundry detergents and stuff on the shelves. They don't do that anymore because of the losses. The losses are so bad in some of the cities that the insurance companies are only going to pay off one now. So you could get robbed 17 times, but they're only paying off one. So you wait till the end of the year, and then you add it all up, if you're still in business at the end of the year. All these coffee shops and bakeries and barber shops and nail salons, they're all closed. You know, all the big commercial buildings in the downtown areas in these cities, no one's renting those offices anymore. No one's setting up their offices there anymore. All the lawyers are gone. The bankers are gone. The doctors are gone. Everybody's gone. If you look at any of these cities now, you see all this commercial property. Look at San Francisco. There's a full lease sign on every building. No one wants them. And the people that could get out did get out. Joe Rogan pissed me off the other day. Joe Rogan was saying, oh, yeah. I was a liberal, and I'm still leftist, and, you know, but California has lost their minds. Well, you just told us that you've been voting Democrat this whole time. You don't see any self-awareness there? You don't see that you were part of the problem? And you're still saying you're, you're a, bit, a little bit left? But it's everybody else that lost their mind, not you. You voted for it, too. You should say, I wised up, and I'm sorry that I even participated in voting for that. Because yeah, look where Stukov it got you. Even Stukov wised up and, and said that he was wrong, and he apologized. Yeah. Well, you know, people who voted like Rogan did brought them to where they are now. And now that it's bad, they all want to get out. You made it bad. Stay there and fix it. 
you know, all they're going to do is just move it to somewhere else. He says he's still a leftist. So what's he going to do, move to Florida or Texas? And he's still going to vote Democrat? He lives in, he lives in Texas. Yeah, so what's he going to do, vote Democrat? And he's not going to see that that's what happened in California. He left that. When you leave that place, leave your voting habits behind or stay there. Mm-hmm. Don't go to your new place and keep voting for the same stuff you voted for in the other place. Because you're going to turn it right into that. No self-awareness whatsoever. Stop voting that way in the new place. You know, why would you want to turn it into the old place? I don't understand how he didn't even see it. You know, he's he's got like one of the highest rated podcasts around. And he's over there bragging, I got out. Because California lost their mind. You were one of the ones that lost your mind. You were one of the ones that voted for it all along. And then all of a sudden you woke up. And you got yourself out of there. But you left everybody else behind. You helped vote them into that situation. And then you left them. Why don't you help them vote themselves out now? Can't vote yourself out of slavery. California can't vote themselves out of Democrat now. They got that system locked down tight between the rigging and the politicians and the people who are in charge of the elections, you know, the election commissioners, all of that. They're all communists over there. So there is no coming back from that without an entire upheaval. And then you've got the Republican Party who doesn't even bother going there to campaign. You know, try to take it away from them. Send the, de- send the Republicans into places where Republicans don't usually go. Maybe you can help the people. Hey, uh, Sean Hannity just put something out that says that Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton <laughs> has the receipts that Brandon is, uh, is getting paid by the drug cartel. Mm. Oh, he wouldn't say that if he didn't have the papers. They headed to that yesterday. Ooh, that's interesting. And here's another thing. Um, the Mexican Navy now is deterring the immigrants coming up from the south. Somehow Biden did a deal with Remember they went down there to Mexico City? Yeah. Well, they did it. They must have done a deal because they're clamping down on the migrants coming up from South America and Central America. You know, I think something changed when he sent the military down there for drills, down to Texas for drills. I think that freaked everybody out that he was going to turn the military against the National Guard and the all the state troopers and stuff. Because the Border Patrol said that they were standing with the Texas National Guard. Right there was a mutiny. So maybe the military is going down there for other reasons. I don't know. Something something big is up. 
Well, yeah, the Mexican mil- military is in, in on it. Yeah, well, the Mexican military is corrupt, too. So there has to be some benefit. They're all scared Trump is coming back. So I don't know. Maybe they're going to try to make it look like things are improving. That's try what to I head think. Off. Yeah, you know, it's all for show. But the spigot's wide open. These NGOs got more money, and they're even getting money from the UN too. They're they're funneling money to the NGOs, and you know who they're runs the NGOs? Mo- well, you know they're getting money from the State Department. Yeah, Todd Benzman reported that yesterday about how they're sending millions and millions of dollars down to the NGOs and, and distributing it. I mean, it's one yeah, well, big these NGOs. Those are all the acorn offshoots. Every one of them is acorn like connected. The same people, like that guy um, Kishnik, that runs Act Blue and the Sierra Club and all that. He's running some of those ones with the Spanish names, the ones that um, O'Keefe was chasing. You know, those are run through the Tides Foundation, and then you got the Catholic Charities and the Jewish Federation, and there's Baptist groups going on, and the Red Cross, and all these um, Doctors Without Borders. And every one of them is connected to Soros in one way or another. And they have the same people on their boards of directors. You know, and they're all those ACORN groups. You know, that's that's how Soros does it. And we're just pumping money into them. And the more money we give them, the more illegals we get. Because they need illegals to make money. So they, when they run out of illegals, they go get more. So they can have more money. It's uh, quite a racket. And it's not Mexican cartels doing it. It's whole governments doing it. 90,000 Chinese did not just walk out of China and make it to Mexico and to, then to the United States. You, you don't think the Communist Party in China noticed 90,000 people, men of military age, just leaving the country? They sent them. The same with the Hondurans and the Guatemalans and El Salvador and the Venezuelans and everybody else who's sending people. Haiti, those people didn't walk here. How'd they get here? How'd the Africans get here? The Middle Easterners and the Chinese, they didn't walk. They took a bus. Yeah, not across the ocean. (laughs) Well, it started in Ecuador as a starting point because they have very low immigration to come in laws. Anybody no, somebody's can come flying in them from those countries. Somebody's right. flying them in from those countries into Mexico. And then they're bringing them in buses right up to the border. Those people's shoes aren't even dirty. And you didn't truck through seven countries on foot, come in 30 pounds overweight, carrying a cell phone and your luggage, and cleaned and pressed and groomed, 
and your shoes aren't dirty. If you walk that kind of distance, your shoes would be dirty. But you see them with the brand new Nikes on and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well-fed, well-groomed, properly dressed. Yeah, that isn't somebody who's been on the road for two months, walking. And they're men of military age. And now they're getting anxious because there's nothing for them to do. And they got money. But they send a lot of money back, and they owe a lot of money to these NGOs, to Soros. Soros isn't doing it for free. Government, he puts the money up front to start these organizations. And then they start getting money from everywhere else, and they got to pay him back with interest. Because a billionaire doesn't give away trillions. He's getting the money back with interest, whatever he puts out. And he's providing... Uh, someone's providing airfare and ground transportation and shelter and food and toiletries, diapers and formula for the little kids, things like that. That's not some illiterate drug cartel member with tattoos all over him that all he knows how to do is deal drugs and shoot a gun. Can't read a map. Half of them couldn't sign their name. And they're not running around the world recruiting. That takes a lot more. That takes coordination, and it takes coordination between governments. And 90,000 Chinese walked through Mexico, and Mexico didn't notice. Bullshit. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. No, the Chinese sent those people there and provided the means and transportation and made deals with whatever government those people pass through. And we keep sending these countries money to, we send money to China. We borrow money from China so we can send it to China. And then we got to pay it back with interest. Yes. Tell me what sense that makes. We are so stupid. And the worst part is, is we put up with it because we don't pay close enough attention to what they're doing. And every single bill they pass screws us and screws us out of money and out of our liberties. Even that thing with Zuckerberg today, that was all show. And that was all a way to take more power away from the people and socialize it and put it in the government's hands. That wasn't to protect anybody. They do it all the time. But now a lot of people are on to them. And I do see an awakening. And I do see people getting more and more bold. Like these truckers. Pray for those truckers. Pray that they don't get set up like the J6 people did. Pray that they can tell the difference between the feds and the legit patriots who are there 
because their heart is in the right place and their patriot pride. They want to protect the country, but we can't let them get jammed up. Every one of us should be behind them right now. We should probably all go with them, and I hope in those trucks they brought plenty of supplies too so they can stay for a while. You know, if the, Joanne, if the illegals... Joanne, what? it's not too many trucks. The, the trucks didn't go this time. It's independent people that are in the caravan. Okay. I'm following uh, Oriole Express. He's really good. He's on He's on Facebook. He's on uh, YouTube. I've been following him. He was here in Hagerstown. Remember, they had all the truckers stayed here in my hometown for about two to three months. They would go down into Washington. So I've, I've been following him all these years, you know, the last year. And mm-hmm. it's mostly just caravan of vehicles and, uh, you know, small SUVs and things like that, not too many trucks. Well, the ones that left Virginia today, they, they call themselves Take Our Borders Back. And they're picking up people along the way. They left from Virginia today. I saw that. That must have been another group because the people from Virginia left three days ago. All right. Well, this group that I'm talking about, Take Our Borders Back, they left today. Mm-hmm. And okay. they said that they're picking up people along the way. So even if it is private people, enough of them go there. They'll get more people and more people. Look what happened, you know, with the farmers in France. They started with their tractors, and now more and more people have joined them. So now they have Paris surrounded, Operation Stop Paris. We could do that here. All I know is when the chips hit the fan, your area of operation is two miles from your home. The number one thing you have to do to keep your community going is to make sure you secure those big box stores. You secure Walmart, Sam's Club, BJ's, Home Depot, um, Lowe's, the hardware stores, uh, you know, food lines, grocery stores, and stuff like that. You cannot let those stores get looted. You have to completely guard everything in those stores. No one in, no one out. And you're not thieves. Everything that you do use that's in those stores, you run through the register. But you only have authorized people go in and get you what you need. If you let those stores get looted, your community is screwed. That's why you have to protect your supplies, because if it gets looted, a few people will end up with all the supplies and the community will fall. But if you secure those stores, you can set up mess halls outside the store and you can feed your community. If somebody needs firewood at the Home Depot, you they have chainsaws and things like that. They have everything that you have generators. They have solar things, they have electrical equipment, they have everything in the Home Depots. But the food stores, they have everything from pet supplies to baby formula to laundry detergents and things like that. You can keep your community going until it sorts itself out by securing those stores. 
Don't let a bunch of hoodlums go in and, and loot those stores. Your area, like I said, is two miles from where you're standing. Let the guy half a mile down the road worry about a half a mile outside your circle. You can keep your community going. Do not throw out any medicines, especially antibiotics. Somebody's got a few antibiotics left over, store them. Because somebody else will have a few more. Pretty soon you'll have a whole script. That will be the number one thing that you'll need for as far as medicine goes, is antibiotics. You'll need other ones too. But antibiotics will be the primary thing. Make sure you have cleaning supplies, bleaches. You have a way to make water potent, and you have a solar generator. But things are going to get rough. So that's the plan. That's not a plan to fight. That's a plan to sustain your community. And you make sure you guard your supplies. That's all I can say. That's what I know. There, now you've all been deputized. (laughs) <laughs> well, I thank God that they built, they built, they're in the process of building or have built 27 warehouses just within 10 miles of here. That's another thing, too. Walmart has their own Internet service. So if the rest of the Internet system goes down, Walmart has their own satellites. They just built a $250 million warehouse Walmart did. It's the first of its kind, totally computerized. The place mm-hmm. is huge, and and it goes it's going online right now, and it's only a mile away from me. Yeah, well, that's inside your area of operation. You and your neighbors, grab your Second Amendment, and make sure you secure that stuff. No one in, no one out. You know, the employees, you just tell them, we're not here to hurt you. We're uh, here to protect you. You want to work, you work. You don't want to work, go home. But we're in charge right now. And that's it. And people try to break in, you stop them. You know, stupid people will be robbing big screen TVs down at the, you know, Best Buy and stuff like that. Forget about that. You ain't going to need a big screen TV. But you are going to need baby formula and diapers. You are going to need water. You are going to need cleaning supplies. You are going to need medicines. Walmart's got medicines, too. You're going to need all that stuff. You'll need bandages. You'll need everything that's in that store. Mm -hmm. And they have their own generators, too. There's a group on War Room. They've been selling all the antibiotics, everything that you need in medicine Mm -hmm. as a package. I mean, it has everything in it. Yeah. Well, just think, you know, like everybody that would have like a couple of antibiotics left over, don't worry about the, even if they're expired, it's not that they're going to turn poison. They might lose a little bit of their potency. And like I said, okay, this one's got two penicillins and that one's got four penicillins and this one's got eight penicillins. Pretty soon you got a whole script. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so stockpile as much medicine as you can. I got ivermectin and hydrochloroquine. Yeah, I got I got to get to both those items. You're gonna have to send me a link to where you got those because I'll, I'll, I tried. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a text. I have a dealer out in India. I sent everybody in my COVID forum to him. 
and I've ordered maybe a dozen times, and he's great. He has All good right, prices. Well, you don't want to get local. You know, he. I mean, I and everybody else. I mean, he's 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 been a good Christian man over there, and he's treated well, me very well. No I problem. tried to order it from two places, and it was out of stock. So send me a link, and I'll go to him. It takes about two weeks. What he does is he clears customs on their end. So mm-hmm. when it comes to the United States, it's already cleared. It doesn't have to go through that. You know, they were pulling stuff left and right at the post office, not allowing ivermectin or hydrochloroquine to come in. Yeah, hydrochloroquine I can get. Um, yeah. And, you can get the and, capsule, and he, but... And he he has other he has antibiotics he has anything you want he pretty much can get or has. Well, the antibiotics you would need would be penicillin or amoxicillin, any kind of cillin. You would need erythromycin, you would need cipro, and you would need Keflex and vancomycin if you can get it. That's that's a nuclear weapon. That's the I, I would but, also say you should either you should get iodine or at least kelp. Oh, absolutely iodine, yes, because if there's a nuclear issue, the iodine will fill your thyroid so that the radiation won't. So absolutely keep iodine and kelp. You know, and and all the other holistic things too, the sea mosses and the, and the. Oils, you know, essential oils and minerals. Got to have those, too. But especially the ivermectin. You know, I saw a report today. They were saying that some scientists believe that Alzheimer's can be passed from one person to another. You know what that tells you? Something tells you that's a uh, parasite. And that's what ivermectin is for, parasites. Parasites cause cancers, too. And ivermectin... Is a Nobel Peace winning, Peace Prize winning medicine, and it's good for a lot of things. It's an antiviral. It's an antifungal. It's an antiparasitic, and it's but, having great success with cancers. And now they're saying that Alzheimer's you can get it from one person to another. Well, the only way you could do that was through a parasite. So, or a virus. A vi- or a virus, yeah. But the way that they were talking, it had to be a parasite. Because otherwise it would be much more contagious if it were a virus. But a parasite would require a closer contact. So those are things to keep in mind. Um, be prepared to protect your supplies. And don't ever give up your guns. And don't ever tell anybody you have guns. If you have a gun, you keep it to yourself, anyone. I mean, I lost all mine on that riverboat accident. You know, there I was gambling, and we had a rough patch, and all the guns went right off the deck into the river. That's what happened to my guns. Don't tell anybody what you have. I and lost another mine thing in my too. divorce. Yeah, you lost yours in your divorce. Yeah. Another thing too, if you got to cook, try to keep the smells from escaping. 
even if you got to, like, dig a little hole, if you're outside and you got to dig a hole and cook, because hungry people, if they smell food cooking, they will show up. Protect your supplies. And water, make sure, oh, that's another thing. Make sure you have charcoal for filtering things. Because if, 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 you know, if you can't boil it, you can run it through charcoal still. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have firewood. You have to have food, fire, water, shelter. Not exactly in that order. You need shelter, water, fire, food. That would be the order. But you have to have the ability to make all those things. You have to have warm, dry clothes. You have to have rope, and you have to have a knife, and you have to have a pot. A lot of good a fire will do if you don't have a pot. But things are heating up, and it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. You know they are going to try every single trick in the book that they can use to try to keep Trump from becoming president. I wouldn't put it past them to put a hit out on him. And that might that would light up the country. The military being told to fire at the National Guard, that would light up the country, and that should. That should light up the country enough that the military would pull whoever gave that order out of office immediately clear martial law and put a stop to that. Who knows, we might even already be under martial law. But you got to be prepared for anything. And if it can happen in other countries, don't think it can't happen here. It happened in Egypt. It's happening in France. It happened in Venezuela. It happened in Iran. It's happening in other places. So don't think it can't happen here. And a lot of people won't know what to do. And it's too late to wake them up. You can't wake up the sheep. We're not going to wake up the sheep now. You've got to wake up the lions. But you got to have the plan. And I just gave you the plan. But the person with the plan and the person with the ability to enact the plan, that's who's going to be the boss. You're not there to take orders, you're there to give orders. You know, the people the people are gonna be confused. I hope they can take orders. I know it sounds bad and I know it you know, it sounds like oh god, conspiracy theory and all that. No, it's not a conspiracy theory anymore. Every one of our conspiracy theories have come true. And you know they're planning on a civil war. They brought in a 10 million strong army. That we know about. That we know about. Could be 15 million. But 10 million that we know about. They're not American. They don't know anything about our culture. They don't know anything about our history, about our constitution, our rights. All they know is that they were let in by Joe Biden. So they're going to follow Joe Biden. Unless things get bad 
Like, things are starting to get bad for them. You know, they went from being welcome in five-star hotels with concierge service to being packed in secret rooms at Logan Airport and at Atlanta Airport. Right. Yeah, we didn't even bring that up today. Yeah, well, you know, there's video of people in a special room, and there is um, customs people there. And they're letting these people sleep in the airports. They're letting them sleep in schools. They're letting them sleep in community centers now. You know, the five-star hotels are full. And now they're threatening to throw them out of these hotels in two weeks. They just extended it for two weeks. Well, where are these people going to go in two weeks? They have to find their own housing now? I don't think that was in the plans. We've been quartering them and treating them handsomely. We're giving them money. We're giving them food stamps. We're giving them shelter at beautiful hotels. We're cleaning out hotels of veterans. And, you know, we're cleaning out the short-term rentals of people that, you know, we're making Americans homeless so we could quarter Biden's army. But now people are wising up to it, and the cities don't want them anymore. You know, you you hear these cities about, like New York, oh, yeah, we got 200,000 migrants right now in New York. And Texas only sent you 13,000. So guess who sent you the rest of them? Joe Biden. Obama. Joe Biden. Yeah, you know, yeah. Biden. That's who sent them. Chicago, the same thing. They got 19000 in Chicago. But if you saw the guy that, that went down to all these countries, he was asking them where they were going. Most of them said New York. So they were going to New York before they ever set foot on American soil or Texas soil. So Governor Abbott was right. When he asked them where they went, where they were going, they said New York. He helped them get there. They, the NGOs were happy to just land them in Texas and let Texas handle it. And the NGOs were bringing them in millions at a time and dropping them in Texas's lap. Texas couldn't keep them all, so they sent them other places, the destinations that they were going to anyhow. Some were going to Philly, some were going to New Jersey, some were going to New York, some were going to California, and some Chicago. But they all knew that before they got to America. That also tells us they're being strategically placed. It's not just Texas sending them. They already had the plan of going there anyhow. That's where they were destined to go. He didn't kidnap anybody and drag them to New York. They asked to be sent there. So they're being strategically placed around the country. Not just the ones Texas sent, but the ones Biden sent. 
And they're coming in from the northern border, too. Don't kid yourself. They're coming down from Canada, too. Minneapolis got a bunch of them. St. Paul got a bunch of them. And they didn't come up through Mexico. So how those ones get here? Again, we're, we're paying for our own demise. All this money. And it'll all root back to the United States taxpayer, one way or another. Even, it's, even if it's made its way around the world to UNRA and USAID and the Red Cross and the Doctors Without Borders and the Catholic Charities and the rest of them. Still come out of the American people's pockets. Well, we're taking our demise pretty well. Well, now we know how Germany fell, though. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to tell this story to people 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 13 years ago? Remember how hot it was? uh, I think people 10 years ago thought you'd be crazy to say that men are allowed to participate in women's sports and nobody knows what a woman is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody knows what a woman is. You know, you want to be a tranny, be a tranny. Leave the kids out of it. But people can tell you're a tranny. All right? The only one you're kidding is yourself. We'll be nice, we'll be polite, and accept and tolerant. But, you know, expect that people will see it anyhow. And I'm really sorry that, you know, if noticing that your biology is a little different than what you're presenting. But that's the truth. Don't force others to lie. You can still live your life. You can be whoever you want to be. But don't force other people to lie because, you know, some of them aren't going to lie. What are you going to do, put them in jail? Well, they want to. If you misgender somebody, if they ask you point blank, what are you, or what am I, and you say the wrong one, they they want you to... uh, to pay for that. Yeah. But that's coercing speech. You know, that's not even free speech. That's coercing speech. That's not free speech at all. That's forcing somebody to say something they don't believe. That's also against the First Amendment. You know, people aren't looking at that aspect of it. It's rather coincidental that they don't believe in the First Amendment anymore. The only time they believe in the First Amendment is to get rid of the First Amendment. That's true. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, they want to censor everything they don't agree with. But they, they'll scream First Amendment for themselves if they say something. Like Joy um, Reed, she said another effing war. And then she just laughed it off like, oh, that was just between scene chatter, between set chatter. Like, it's okay to say that. Well, you told us how you actually, what you really believe. But you're telling the people that watch your show a whole different story. People got to wise up and just start leaning on each other because that's all we're going to have. 
And it ain't about black or white or brown or red. It's about America. It's about the survival of this country. And no one's going anywhere. And you all better figure it out. We're in it together. Well, we're going so, somewhere, Joanne. Our, our uh, 60-second buzzer went off, so we're, we're done for the week. Well, you're done for the week. Done. I'll be back tomorrow. All right. Well, I'd like to say goodnight, Freedomizers. Joe, thank you for calling in. Proof, thank you for having me another week, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. All right, you got double duty next week, but everybody else. I do. Please. I'll be here Wednesday and Thursday. It's not just a proof negative show here. So until tomorrow, hold on to the handrails, keep home alive. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am proof negative. I am proof.